Do you remember how optimistic we were about this new year just a few months ago? Bless our hearts. 2020 has been a wild ride with so many unexpected developments, and the year isn't even 25% of the way over yet. None of us could have predicted any of this. Today, by the way, is Monday, March 23rd, and I promise to never complain about how long January feels ever again. Hi and hello! You have found the podcast for moms who don't have time for podcasts. Edit! Or maybe this is the podcast for moms who have nothing but time. (laughs) You can think of me as your internet bestie as we share recommendations, laugh about the ridiculous things we see online, and cheer each other on. I'm Indiana Adams, and today, by the way, is the short and sweet podcast that hopefully brightens your day. I am so glad you're here. Hey, here's a little disclaimer here at the top to be upfront about what this episode is. The first half of this episode is about spending money during this quarantine, and the second half is about saving a little money during this time, but not saving money in any significant way. If you're in a position where you can't make your mortgage payment or you have bills that are overwhelming you, this episode will frustrate you because it won't be able to solve that problem. This is more like saving a few dollars here and there versus something that could be a lifeline. Before I get to it, I want to take a quick moment to acknowledge that for many of us, this is a scary time financially. A lot of us work in industries that are already feeling the hurt. Some of you have already lost your livelihood or your partner has lost theirs, and no work is coming in for the foreseeable future. A survey was recently published that said that 18% of Americans have been laid off or have had their hours cut recently, and... If that's you, I can't imagine how terrifying that must be. I don't want to make light of that or to pretend that that's not a reality for many of us. Most of this audience is moms, so to have that worry and to have a child or children depend on you is a heavy, heavy load. I've linked an article that hopefully is helpful. It's from Clark Howard about what bills to pay first if you can't pay them all. Maybe it'll be helpful, but I want you to know that there is hope. If you need help... I have seen firsthand how generous others can be during this time. I've seen it in my church family, I've seen it in my neighborhood, and I've seen it online. In the show notes, I'm linking Erin Moon's We Got You Club spreadsheet. You simply say what you need, and her community is stepping in to meet those needs. It's a beautiful thing. I hope you don't need it, but if you do, there's no shame in it, and it's there for you. And please, always, always feel free to reach out to me personally to see how I can help or mobilize our listeners to help. You are loved, and we are for you. Do you know that? I hope you know that. Okay, let's start the show. Mom Log, day eight of the official COVID-19 social distancing protocol. I haven't been anywhere for a week. No trips to the store, no quick jaunts to grab drive through I also haven't had a face-to-face conversation with anyone outside of my family for a week. My extroversion is making me antsy, and FaceTiming with friends and doing Instagram Live has been, has been a highlight for me. This morning, we begin our second full week of schooling at home. Teachers deserve to make $1 billion a year. <laughs> I don't know how my children's teachers do it. They make video content for their students, and they educate their own children at home. Of note, I've had to teach myself Common Core math in order to check Jude's work, and when Caroline asked me to find Tanzania on a map, I had to Google it. It's on the southeast side of Africa. I think one thing my children will learn during all this is that I'm not as smart as they think I am. And you know what? 
That's okay. I'm resourceful, so I hope they can see that in me. When my children aren't using my phone for school, I have found that I'm on it more than usual. I scrolled TikTok for an hour yesterday watching cute animal videos and viral dance challenges. I read NPR and check my Apple News feed often. In good news, Apple News no longer thinks I'm English, so I'm getting news that's relevant to me, but oddly, I'm also getting updates about every contestant that's ever been on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. Have you seen that Hannah B is quarantined with Tyler C? I will say that I am glad to be quarantined with Chris. He can cook, he can play guitar, and he is a worthy Scrabble opponent. We have toilet paper, we have bread, and we have the internet. Admittedly, I'm the spender in our family, whereas Chris usually has an eye trained on where we can save, except for music equipment and the decision to send the kids to private school. Ouch. <laughs> that's where he spends. But you will never catch Chris in Bullseye's Playground. That's, that's what they're calling the dollar spot in Target now. Or you will never catch him on Amazon late at night, whereas I just insomnia purchased everything I need to be able to make sourdough bread at home. <laughs> Last week on Instagram, I retweeted someone admitting that they bought three types of jam while panic purchasing, and then I asked, what's the weirdest thing you purchased? In no way am I promoting hoarding or stocking up for a doomsday event, but the hundreds of answers I got told me that a lot of us bought some unexpected things. I asked for two different kinds of tortilla chips, and then I sent Chris out into the chaos to find sour candy and Diet Dr. Pepper. Someone else shared that they got 10 onions. Another person shared that they ordered eight puzzles. Someone said she got 11 pounds of chocolate chips and spam was purchased willingly by multiple people. <laughs> I think since we know we'll be home for a while, we're stocking our pantries, not to hoard, but to avoid having to go out to the store as often. Last week, I couldn't find flour or toilet paper, but this week I got both. I feel like most of us are stocked up now and we are prepared to hunker down. And since we know we'll be at home, I think that's why so many of us are buying puzzles and activity books for kids and purchasing ingredients and cooking supplies. In the last eight days, I have used my bread machine to make two loaves of sandwich bread, one loaf of banana bread, and one dozen cinnamon rolls. I am down to my last three cups of bread flour, but I have two boxes of cake flour, one bag of gluten-free flour, and Chris scored one bag of all-purpose flour and one jar of bread machine yeast the last time he went out. I think he had to sell a kidney for it and fight a grandma, but once you start having fresh baked goods on a daily basis, you do what you have to do, I think. Prior to this, I maybe used the bread machine once every few months. I had to unearth it from the garage when I realized that sandwich bread would have to be made from scratch because stores were all out of sliced bread and I could no longer support my two Nutella sandwiches a day habit. I'm actually so grateful to have my bread machine. Typically, I'm low-carb or gluten-free, just as a preference, not due to an allergy. But at this time, I'm enjoying the ritual of making dough and baking something in the oven. The act of making it has almost become as much of a comfort to me as eating it. I think now is the time to invest in things that will help you cook at home in a way that is enjoyable to you. So get a bread machine. You can do bread, cake, and pizza dough, and some models will even let you make jam and yogurt. Why buy three kinds of jam when you can make three kinds of jam? <laughs> bread makers are now hard to come by on Amazon right now, but Walmart has plenty of affordable options online. I also really recommend an Instant Pot. If you don't have an Instant Pot, now may be the time to get one. We love ours for giant batches of soup in less than 30 minutes. You can also do a whole chicken in less than 40 minutes. And then you can save the bones and make bone broth the next day too. 
I own an Innova sous vide and a rice cooker, and both of those have been getting a lot of use as well. If you have any questions about any of these kitchen gadgets, I know they're pricey, but I'm happy to answer any questions you have about them. To go along with this, one thing you might want to allot some money toward is a meal planning service. I use PrepDish and I still get the emails from eMeals. Both are great and it's so easy to take the shopping list and load them into your grocery pickup or delivery app. Our kids love to help us cook and they've been helping since they were itty bitty. You can purchase kid-friendly chef knives and most kids around age three can do veggie prep and simple measuring. Like, okay, go put four cups of rice in the rice cooker. And then they do that, and then now you tell them, go put four cups of water in the rice cooker. And although we're cooking at home more, I do want to say that if your budget allows, please do treat yourself to some food out if you can. My family owns a restaurant in Monterey, California, and they're doing pickup and delivery only. They are so grateful for the continued business, and for now, they're still able to pay their staff because people are still ordering. P.S. If you are in Monterey, order from Zab Zab Thai. Get the pumpkin curry. You will not regret it. It would be a sweet idea to maybe once a week or so do a date night in and consider placing an order with a family-owned restaurant in your community. So many restaurants are struggling right now with loss of profit, and this is an easy way to support them. I will also say that it may be tempting to save money by canceling donations to nonprofits or ministries or to stop supporting content creators on sites like Patreon. But keep in mind that many of those are serving the community in wonderful ways in the middle of this quarantine. I know the Popcast Media Group is still creating hilarious content, and the ministry Birds on a Wire Moms has been working extra hard to help small groups meet online, so please continue to support stuff like that. Now is also the time you may want to try Disney Plus or Quibi. Disney Plus has a free seven-day trial, and Quibi, that's Q-U-I-B-I, which is short for Quick Bites, Quibi is high-quality video content for adults that's 10 minutes or less. They have a 90-day free trial going on right now. But also, ask your church if they have a Right Now media login for you to use. If you're a Christian and want devotional content or faith-based content for your children, Right Now Media is a great resource for that. Another thing you may want to consider signing up for is subscription delivery services. You can get your cleaning supplies and natural beauty products from Grove Collaborative, razors from Billy, and contact lenses from Hubble, all without leaving your house. Another thing, make sure your library card is active and get videos and ebooks and audiobooks on Hoopla for free. But consider doing Kindle Unlimited if you are a voracious reader and you want newer in-demand titles to read. Gun sales are through the roof. I do not recommend getting a gun right now. And home exercise equipment is selling like crazy. If you got a Peloton for Christmas, that was a timely gift. If you're missing the community aspect of classes at the gym, find out if yours is offering classes via streaming or look into on-demand subscription fitness classes. So many of these right now are doing 30, 60, or even 90 days for free. So you may even be able to try a few or do one and then switch to another once that trial is over. In terms of keeping your kids entertained, now is the time you might want to refresh their at-home art supplies. We had stored some crayons and markers and colored pencils, so we broke out that stash this week. And yesterday, my kids did perler beads for two hours, and they were quiet the whole time. Even though I've made some of these purchases, overall, our spending is down because I'm not driving as much or going out to eat as often. I mean, that's what I'm telling myself to justify my insomnia impulse buys anyway. 
Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Wow, when I first started seeing Cindy at BetterHelp last month, I had no idea we'd be here asked to limit our outings. I am so thankful that BetterHelp is available to provide online counseling for those who need it. BetterHelp is the largest online counseling platform worldwide. I started counseling last month to help me learn how to process some of my health concerns and to learn how to communicate better with Chris and my children. It's great. BetterHelp has made it possible for people to get help on our own time and at our own pace and on the platform that works best for us. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist. It's secure and private, and there are 3,000 U.S. licensed therapists across all 50 states who specialize in nearly every area you might need, including postpartum, marriage, and family relationship issues. It's easy to start. After filling out a questionnaire to help match you with the kind of counselor you want, communication starts within 24 hours. And if you aren't happy with your counselors, you can switch free of charge at any time. I know that anxiety is being stirred with all that's going on in the world right now, so if you'd like to talk to a professional counselor about that, BetterHelp is a convenient, effective, and affordable option. Financial aid is available for those who qualify, and today, by the way, friends, get 10% off your first month with discount code INDIANA. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash Indiana. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash Indiana. Today's Good Time Good Deal segment mostly revolves around food. First, starting today, Monday, March 23rd, Burger King is offering two free kids meals with each adult meal purchased. You must order online or through the app in order to redeem the meal. The coupon can be used once daily per guest and will last until April 6th. Second, I linked an article that has 27 restaurants offering delivery with no extra delivery charge. Most of them have a minimal purchase, but it's usually pretty reasonable. Burger King is on this list with a $10 minimum if you order through Postmates. The Cheesecake Factory will deliver for free through DoorDash with an order of $15 or more, but... If you spend $30 or more, you can add promo code free slice and get yourself a free slice of cheesecake too. Also of note, Uber Eats has partnered with more than 100,000 local independent restaurants to offer free delivery near you. If you come across a good time, good deal for our friends, would you post it to our Facebook group called My Internet Besties? This especially goes for you Canadians or Australians or Europeans who are so kind to stick with the show despite these deals rarely being relevant for you. Question, do they eat chicken wings all over the world? Gosh, I sure do hope so. I know I spent the top of the show saying where you can spend money, but let's balance that out, shall we? Here are some places where I'm saving money these days. Number one, I put my YMCA membership on hold. I feel a little bad about this because they sent an email saying that they are still doing great things in the community so that our membership fees still go to use, but they aren't offering any online classes or anything, and it's literally closed. If it were a gym owned by an individual or family, I would not put my membership on hold, but because it's a national entity that will likely not go belly up by a temporary reduction in membership, I am okay with putting this on hold. That saves us $80 a month. Two, I put my Newly subscription on hold for three months. Newly is like Rent the Runway. It's a clothing rental company, but it's owned by Anthropology, so it's mainly Anthro, Free People, and Urban Outfitters clothing. I rent because it helps me buy less, and it covers me for speaking engagements and conferences and any parties or things I have to go to. 
I will not be speaking to anything or really going anywhere anytime soon. So this was an easy thing to put on hold. That saved me another $80 a month. Three, and speaking of clothing, I'm not buying any clothing, shoes, bags, or jewelry at all during this time. Some of my dear blogger friends have been posting cute loungewear or comfy dresses to wear at home that tempt me so much. But in general, I am going to be good with what I have for now. Other simple ways that I've been saving money is by asking to borrow things from neighbors or friends instead of buying things. I am trying my hand at mending and sewing instead of being so quick to scrap things. I'm slow to buy my kids things that will entertain them. Instead, I'm just trying to rotate toys and games out so that they'll feel new again in a couple weeks when I rotate them back in. I want to tell you to just keep it simple when thinking about what your kids can do. You can send them outside as much as possible. Mine are working on digging a very deep hole using adult-sized shovels. And the girls, they colored on a cardboard box for a long, long time the other day. Done. Easy. And then one other thing, I spent Saturday going through all my recurring expenses to see what I could cancel or modify. I canceled my FitnessPal Pro, canceled Adobe Creative Cloud. I use Canva now instead of Photoshop. I got my streaming services down to two instead of three. I downgraded my plan in Squarespace from a business to a personal account, and I canceled my Fender Play online guitar lessons. I would love for you guys to share how you're saving money during this time. Join the discussion on Instagram at today, by the way. I'm telling you though, Cheesecake Factory better stop offering free delivery in a free slice with $30 or more. I could live off their Chinese chicken salad and dolce de leche cheesecake. And if someone is bringing it to my front door and I don't even have to put on pants, someone take my debit card from me, please. This is a temptation way too great for me to overcome every day. Okay, friend, that's it for today. Our show notes are at todaybytheway.com slash episodes, and our show's Instagram account is todaybytheway. Have you finished a book recently? If so, show us what it was and tag that photo with TBTW Challenge and get ready for our first book club. We will be discussing Eleanor Oliphant is completely fine at the end of April, so go ahead and request that from your local library. Our Friday night face-off on Instagram Live was so much fun, but I regretted that I was unable to see all of you. So we are going to do it again, but this time on Zoom. Join me and a special guest this Friday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at tbtw.in slash Zoom. Does that sound too late for you? Well, I'll be doing a test Zoom on Wednesday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at tbtw.in slash t. That's T-E-A. Join me for a cup of tea or coffee as I spill the tea about pop culture headlines and what's been going on in the Adams house during our quarantine. I am so glad we have each other. Doing this show with you and connecting with this community has been a welcome reprieve from the statistics and the uncertainty in the news as of late. In the illustrious words of Ashley Teasdale playing the incomparable Sharpay Evans, we are all in this together. So I hope that even if you're isolated, you know that you are not alone. Today is a new day, and friend, I am cheering you on.